Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Tonight's sermon, preached by Pastor Matt Smith, is titled, Jesus is Coming Back, from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1-6. through 6. We're going to be here in 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5. Real familiar scripture. Not sure the way it's going to go, but the Lord, this is what he gave me, so it'll go the way he wants it. So if you got a problem with it, take it up with him. Amen. Chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians says... But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are of the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Let's ask the Lord's blessings. Father, I ask you this blessed just word tonight, Lord, and help me, Lord, to preach your word the way you have it preached, Lord, and to go out and accomplish that what you have to do. We ask these things in Jesus Christ, his holy, precious name. And amen. You be seated. I thought for a text tonight, Jesus is coming back. Amen. I don't know when he's coming back. You don't know when he's coming back. And I tell you, I don't believe Jesus Christ himself knows exactly the day he's coming back because the word says that the Father is the only one that knows of that day and of that hour when he's coming back. And over the book of Acts, we all know the, the disciples, they're standing around as Jesus was going away. And the angel said, you men of Galilee, why are you standing and gazing? The same Jesus is coming back in like manner as you see him going away. I don't know when he's coming back, but I know how he's coming back. Just like he went away. That's what the Word of God says. All I know is He's coming back. He's coming back after prepared people. You're not going to make it to heaven by accident. You're going to get there on purpose. You're going to get there because of what Brother Endicott says. Make preparation on this side to see what the other side looks like. If you don't make preparation, if you're not born again, you're not going to have to worry about it because you're not going. If you leave this world lost, you're not going. But the good news is you haven't left this world yet. So I tell you what, you got breath, you got hope, all you got to do is call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Over the book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 5 says, 
Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And I'm here to tell you, Elijah has came. John the Baptist, the Bible says, had the spirit of Elijah. That's the one that came to prepare the way for Jesus Christ. He's the one that come. He's the one that God, all the prophets, prophesied about John. You know, as I read my daily Bible reading, I can read something in the Old Testament of prophets that had no idea what they was even writing. Now, I don't believe they knew what they was writing. I mean, I know they know they was writing the Word of God, but I don't believe they knew what was going to say in the book of Revelation. Because I can read in Daniel, and I can flip it over in Revelation, and it's just like reading it side by side. It's pretty well the same thing. I tell you what, Elijah had to come, and the spirit of Elijah was in John the Baptist. And I tell you, John went around telling everybody that the king's coming. That's what I'm doing. I'm telling you tonight that the king is coming. I come tonight to encourage you tonight to walk that extra mile because the king is coming. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king in all his glory, in all his beauty, in all his majesty. Tell you what, eyes have not seen it. Ears ain't heard it. Neither has it entered in the heart of man, the things that God has got prepared for all those who love him today. I tell you what, the king is coming. Jesus is coming back. I've talked to people out to work before. They said, oh, I've heard that all my life. I said, yeah, I have too. But guess what? He's coming back. I don't know when he's coming back, but I tell you what, I, I, I wish he would in a way, and then in another way, I'm glad he hasn't, because he's long-suffering. I got people I want to see saved. Amen. If the Lord was to come back tonight, where would their hope be? I would be in heaven. I tell you, I got a better place to go. I can't wait to get there. But I tell you what, I want to take everybody with me. There's nobody I want to see get die lost. There's nobody I want to see burning hell. Tell you what, all them boys that you know that treated me bad in school, we'd be fist fighting wherever. Not a one of them I want to see go to hell. I want to see them get right with the Lord. I want to see him go to heaven. But let me tell you, Jesus is coming back. We don't know when he's coming back, but I tell you what, he's coming back. And that's what John was telling everybody. The king is coming. And one day the king was born. And that little old manger, like you said a while ago, he's not coming back as that little baby in that manger. He's coming back as king of kings and lord of lords. He ain't coming back to go to that cross. He only went there once. See, in the Old Testament, they had to make these sacrifices every year. 
They had peace offerings, wave offerings, sin offerings, trespass offerings, all these different offerings. They had to do every so often. Jesus paid the supreme price. He sacrificed himself. God was pleased with that sacrifice. God was satisfied with the blood of Jesus Christ for my sins and your sins. He's not coming back to go to that cross no more. Next time he comes, he's coming after me. He's coming after you. He's coming after everybody is washed in the blood. He's not coming back after the Pentecostals. He's not coming back after the Methodists. He's not coming back after the free will Baptists. He's not coming after the full gospel. He's coming back after a blood-washed church, washed in the blood. It's your names in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because that's what matters. You can have your name here in this church or any church in the world, but if it's not in the Lamb's Book of Life, you're lost. On your way to hell. Jesus is coming back. Jesus went around doing good wherever he went. You know, we talked about it. He went around doing the Father's will. He, didn't, he said, I didn't come to do my will. Jesus came to do the Father's will. He come down here and wherever he went, he did good. He touched the blinded eyes. And they went away seeing. He touched, he touched the deaf, they went away hearing. He touched the dumb, they went away talking. He touched the lame, and they sprang up with strength in their legs. I tell you what, that's not why he came. But I tell you what, he does all things, and he does all things well. Tell you what, he's a good guy. The old saying is that was just the icing on the cake. Wherever he went, he did good. You know, there's people in this world, a lot of Christian people don't want nothing to do with them. Jesus does. If we want to be like him, if I want to be like him, I need to get me out of the way. Amen. I need to empty myself and let God fill me up with his spirit, his way. Because I tell you what, his ways are higher than my ways. His ways are the right way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by him, and nobody comes to him except the Father draws them. Amen. I just come to encourage you tonight. Just like the Sunday school lesson this morning, we need to encourage one another. Because we're all on the same side. Amen. It don't matter to me that if you go to church up the road, we're brothers and sisters. Amen. If you're washed in the blood, we are, like Earl said, we're a family. Amen. Brother Don Eastep is my brother. Amen. It don't matter what church you go to. If your name's in the Lamb's Book of Life, Amen. we're brothers and sisters. Amen. Jesus it's coming back. He went around doing good wherever he went. I tell you what, they tried to find fault with him, but they could not find no fault with him. 
And right over in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 3, it says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming in the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And I tell you what, we have seen that. We have seen people come and try to deceive the people. I mean, a while back, you had the Heaven's Gate people thought they were going to fly off with some comet and hit some outer spaceship and fly off to heaven. How many people did did they deceive? How that Jim Jones yeah. talked to all the people who were drinking poison? Yeah. They didn't go to heaven. How that, like Brother Rick said, that knucklehead in Waco, Texas, David Caress, said he was God. Let me tell you where he is. He woke up in the presence of the Lord. I'm not his judge, but he deceived many people. So the scripture is fulfilling. And I tell you what, you can be deceived, but I tell you what, it's hard to be deceived if you get in the Word and you read it for yourself and you get in a church that teaches the Word of God the way God would have it, that's why the Bible says, know those who you labor among. I tell you what, it's important to be in God's house. It's important to be around God's people. Because I tell you what, we're all on the same side. We're here to encourage one another. We're here to help one another. You know, I've been through things in my life. I may be able to help somebody. You've been through things in your life. You may be able to help me and help other folks. I believe that's what God, God knows what he's doing. He knows that we need each other. Tell you what, he, don't, he knows that we don't need to be by ourselves. He don't just save us and we'll go on over there and live in that little padded room. Now he says go out in the highways. Go out in the byways and compel them to come in so that my house can be full. I tell you what, there's a broad road that leads to destruction and we need to remember, like Brother Halford Holly said, when someone dies lost, they go to hell. Amen. There's another road that's a straight and narrow that leads to life everlasting. So I don't mind it when people say I'm narrow-minded. That just goes along with the road I'm on. I'm on a narrow road, the straight and narrow. I'm following Jesus. I'm going to keep my eyes on him because I know one thing, he's coming back. I don't know when he's coming, but even if he don't come for another 100 years, he's going to call my name one day. And I tell you what, ready or not, he's going to call your name. Tell you, you need to be prepared. Praise his holy name. Don't let the devil deceive you. And also says, you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these must come to pass, 
but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilence, earthquakes and diverse places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. I think we're pretty close to being there now. The way this whole world is, you know, they call good evil, evil good. If they don't want you saying, don't want you to mention the Lord's name, they don't want to hear nothing about it until something like 9-11 happens, then they want everybody to pray until the next day. Then everything's back. Everything is business like usual. They don't want you to mention the Lord's name no more. They don't want you to ask nobody to go to church. I've invited people to go to church before I can get out of my mouth. No. And I say, you're invited anyway. You might not come, but you're welcome. See ya. Then Emma... I walk away because that's what I that's what the way the Lord gives it to me. I want to invite people to church. I want people to know whose side I'm on. I want them to know the Lord as their personal Savior. I want them to go to heaven because I tell you what, heaven's a real place. Hell's a real place, and everybody's going to end up in one of them two places. There ain't no in between places. People say God's got a special place for people that does good. And I always tell them, yes, he does. It's called hell. There's only one way to heaven. It's through and by Jesus Christ and nothing else. It ain't by being good. It ain't by being rich. It ain't by, some people think that just because they're poor, they're going to go to heaven. But they tell you something. You must be born again. The ground is level at the cross. It's the same for everybody. Jesus is coming back. And I tell you, he's coming back after a prepared people. And I tell you what, the Bible says over in the book of Matthew chapter 26, it says, And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witness against thee? But Jesus held his peace. They couldn't get no true witnesses. They had to get witnesses that would lie on him. And what did you say this morning in Sunday school? Jesus held his tongue. Held his peace. He didn't say nothing. Even though he knew they was lying. He knew why he came here. They, they, had, they couldn't even get nobody to get their story straight. They had to pay somebody to lie on him. And Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tellest us, will thou be the Christ, the Son of God? Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said. Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Jesus said, you said it. Yes, I am the great I am. He is the Son of God and you will see him. 
I just wonder, just out of imagination, Laura, that when them high priests close their eyes in death and they open them up in the presence of the Lord and see Jesus yeah. sitting on the right-hand side of the Father, I wonder what they thought. I mean, that's just a thought. I just wonder what they was thinking. I just wonder if it didn't come back to the remembrance when Jesus said, you will see me sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. I tell you what, he's coming back and every eye will behold him. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord of lords and King of kings. The Bible says here, every knee, will, every knee should bow. Amen. Every tongue should. But in another place it says, every tongue, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. So you got a choice right now. It's your choice whether you give him praise. It's your choice if you give him honor. It's your choice right now to reverence him for who he is that one day when you open your eyes in his presence, you will confess his name. You will bow your knees. You will give him reverence. You will give him holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. I tell you what, he's worthy of all praise. He's coming back. Praise his holy name. I can't wait. Glory to his name. Right over in the book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 20 says, 27 says, And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Everybody's going to know who he is. Everybody's going to see him. Nobody's going to have to say, I wonder who that is. When they throw those three Hebrew children in there, the king says, there's four of them in there. The fourth one looks like the son of God. I tell you, when you see him, you're going to know exactly who he is. You're not going to have to ask nobody. You ain't going to say, well, let me go ask my pastor or let me go ask the deacon board. Go let me go ask my sisters or my brothers. Let me go ask the Pope. No, you're going to know exactly who he is because your knee is going to bow. You're, you're going to fall down at his feet crying out if you're able. I think I'll probably fall down as a dead man. Because he's holy. Yes, he is. And I'm not. Reverence his name. Give him glory due to his name. I want to do what he wants me to do. I tell you what, because he's coming back. And I tell you what, I'm going to go back with him. I tell you what, heaven's a real place. What a reunion. I tell you what, we can't even comprehend it. But when we get there, I said it before, I believe it's going to be like we never left. 
I don't believe we'll remember nothing down here. I tell you what, it's just going to be a place of pure joy and love and harmony. I tell you what, you ain't going to have to worry about nothing. Over at my house, I get ready to go to bed. I make sure all the doors are locked. Set the little security system. Get, you never know if it's going to wake me up or not. Because one night, Linda come home from work, and she forgot the code. And I was asleep. And that thing was going off. I mean, that, that's loud. It, it, it could wake the dead. But it didn't wake me. I slept right through it. It didn't wake me up one bit. I didn't even know it was even going off. And it was going off who knows for how long. But I said it just in case somebody breaks in, maybe they'll hear it, maybe they'll run, maybe they'll get out of my house. That's what it's for. To let them know, you better hope he don't wake up. Because he wakes up, he's not going to be happy. And I tell you what, we need to be ready. Because the Lord's coming back. We need, he's coming back after a prepared people. It says, and when these things began to come to pass, then look up and lift your head. For your redemption draweth nigh. Have you turned on the news? Have you looked on the internet? Have you looked in the newspapers? I tell you what, we need to look up. For our redemption is drawing nigh. I believe we're closer today than we have ever been. I don't know when he's coming back. I'm not predicting when he's coming back. All I know is he said, look around. He said, when all you see all these things happening, when you see all these earthquakes, all these pestilence, all these wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes and diver places, when you see all these things, look up. I believe we're seeing them. We're seeing great disasters in America and everywhere else. Look up for our redemption's drawing nigh. Praise his holy name. Over in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 28, it says, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin, and the salvation. Are you looking for him? He says for those who are looking for him, he will appear the second time. He's coming back. Are you looking for him? I'm looking for him. And I know he's coming back. You know how I know he's coming back? He said he was. And the Bible says one of the things that's impossible, you know, the Bible says with God all things are possible, but there's one thing that's not possible for him to lie. It's impossible for God to lie. And he says you must be born again if you want to go to heaven. If you're born again, you get to go. If you're not born again, you don't get to go. 
It's pretty plain and simple. There's books open in heaven, the books of works, and everybody was judged out of them books of works. And then there was another book open, which was the book of life, and everybody whose names that was not found in the land's book of life was cast into a lake of fire, cast in alive in a lake of fire, which is the second death. So if you want to go to heaven, you got to get your name in the book. Not in the book of the works. Because that's going to burn up. The Bible says that our works will burn up. I tell you what, the whole world, the very elements that we breathe, is going to burn with a firmament heat. Everything's going to burn up. But the word of God will stand forever. The blood will still be there. The blood is the only way that's going to get you to heaven. The blood of Jesus Christ and nothing else. Praise his holy name. I tell you right over in 2 Timothy chapter 3, it says this, Know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covenant boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, Without natural affliction, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, haughty, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. I tell you what, I believe we're there today. I tell you what, our children today have no respect for their parents. I'm not saying all children are like that. But the word of God's right. It's true. They are. They think they got all the answers. I can remember when I was a teenager. I thought I knew everything. I thought, you know, I don't need nobody telling me nothing. I'll do what I want to do when I want to do it. But it didn't always work out that way. My dad always said, well, son, now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. And I just smiled. And he knew I was going to choose the hard way because that's just who I am. That's where you learn your lessons. And that's like the Word of God. You don't want to learn that lesson the hard way because if you leave this world lost, you're going to split hell wide open. You're not going to learn no lesson because once you close your eyes in death, it's over. There's no more mercy. If you leave this world lost, you're going to be lost forever and ever and ever. For eternity. I mean, that's something else I can't comprehend because everything I know has a beginning and an end. Eternity has no end. Amen. It's just going to go on and on and on. People that's in prison for murder or whatever gets 20 to 30 years in prison. One day, that 30th year is served. Hell, you will never serve your sentence because it's, it's ongoing. You don't want to learn that lesson the hard way. You want to get right. 
You want all you got to do is ask Jesus to come into your heart and he'll do it. He'll save your soul. That's why he come to seek and to save that which was lost. And Laura said this morning, it's God's will that none perish. He wants everybody to come to repentance. He wants everybody to go to heaven. There's nobody he wants to see go to hell. You know, I've heard people say, well, you know, the devil wants, devil wants to have this big party in hell. Let me tell you something about the devil. He's not going to be partying. He's not going to be walking around in hell talking to people, you know, how you doing today? You need anything? No, he's going to be suffering just like you are. He's going to be suffering He's going to be in torments. He ain't going nowhere. God's got all power. God just demonstrated his power when the devil thought that he should be equal with God. God cast him out with a third of his angels with him to show him God has all power. He is the great I am and there is no other. So if you think you're going to go to heaven another way, don't deceive yourself. Because that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. You know, I had friends that told me they was going to ride them Harley Davidsons through the gates of hell. And they left this world with that testimony. I'll tell you where they're at. The motorcycle didn't get, they didn't ride their motorcycle through the gates of hell. You know, by their testimony, I could say they're probably in hell. But I don't know that. I'm not their judge. I don't know what they did before they took that last breath. I pray that they said, Lord, forgive me. And the Lord could save them. I don't know. I'm not the judge. Like Brother Rick says, we're in sales. We're not in that. That's not our job. That's God's business. Just like when you say when the Lord stooped down and rode on that dirt, I can, I can guess what he might have wrote, but the truth is, what was said this morning, it's not none of my business. That's God's business. And tell you what, we need to let God do his business. Amen. He's going to do his business anyway, one way or the other, but we need to do our business. We need to be about our Father's business. We need to do his business. I tell you what, if we'll get to do his, his business, is, is booming. You'll never get laid off. And his benefits are out of this world. We got a better place to go to. When we close our eyes in death, we got a better place to go to. You know, we was talking about the out here. We was talking about pain. When we get to heaven, we're going to get a new body. Amen. We're not going to have no pain. Because that's one of the former things that's going to pass away. We're not going to have to worry about pain or suffering or any sickness or anything like that. We ain't going to have to worry about wheelchairs or crutches or anything. We're not even going to have to worry about a Band-Aid. Nothing. Nothing is going to be there that's going to hurt us. And I tell you, if you're here and you're lost, as we get ready to sing and sing a song, if you're here and you're lost, call on his name. Just ask the Lord to come into your heart, and he'll do it. He loves you. So just call on his name.
As we stand and get a song. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.